Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. One, two, one, two, three. I've got spurs that dingle, dangle, dingle. Dingle, dingle, dingle. And the I could just get the sheet music. It's right over there. I have the sheet music. I don't actually know the song. Uh, I just own it because I think the picture on the front looks funny. I know it from Fallout. What is Fallout? It's a video game about... It's a post-apocalyptic, um, and it takes place... Well, there's, like, Fallout This New is Vegas, an awfully cheery song for a post-apocalyptic... Well, because uh, when the when the world blew up because of uh, atomic bombs... Right. Um, With you so far. A whole bunch of people went into to sh- like shelters underground uh-huh. in the 1950s. Okay. And then when they came out, <laughs> they... Come out for like food and and whatever, but uh, all their music and entertainment is from the fifties. Wasn't there a movie about that? Like a guy whose family goes into a bunker and then they come out. And Alicia Silverstone was in it. Oh, oh, blast from the past. That's it. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I kept wanting to say a different Brendan, but yeah. I knew it was wrong. Yes, Brendan Fraser. This is the pointless information I have in my head that will okay. serve no one but you. What so. are you talking about? This serves a perfect point. It, it, it's exactly what I need at this point in time. And uh, while we're thinking about it, who are you? I am Kate, the and girl with useless information. That's wonderful. I'm Betsy. I have equally useless information, but entirely different areas. Well done. Hooray! What are we, why are we here? Uh, to discuss uh, children's picture books and whether we deem them worthy of being on someone's bookshelf or not. That's correct. I meant, like, why are we here in, like, the greater sense of, like, why are we here? Why are we in your basement? Oh, well, we're in my basement because it sounds so good down here? Question mark, question mark? Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Yeah, I still am not sure. Last time we were here, we saw a crucifix that uh, was somewhere in here that our previous owners had left and that I had never seen before. Now it seems to have disappeared again. So, uh, if you... Where? Up there. Oh, there it is. Yes, there it is. Okay, good. (laughs) Don't worry. The Jew will find the crucifix. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) As says scripture? Very confused now. So, um, last time... We did, uh, we did Curious George. Yeah. I did not have a copy of Furious George Goes Bananas on hand. I, I have it now. Uh, it is lovely, and, and I have it for you. you you're not going to look at it now, but, but at some point in the near future, I, I highly recommend that you look at it. Today's book is very much along the same lines as Curious George, but is not Curious George Good. or its sequels or any of that. Uh, because I like you still. Yeah. And I thought I'd spare you at least a week. So, don't like you that much because guess what book I did get you? It is... Ta-da-da! The Story of the Bar, The Little Elephant. The Little Elephant. By, Who's it by? By Jean de Brunhoff. Oui. Jean de Brunhoff. Because apparently, when it comes to stories about animals in Africa... Having questionable relationships. Wait, this with is Africa. People. Oh, baby, it's not France. 
Actually, it's a little unclear. We're you're you're, you're just gonna have to read it. I yourself. like it already because he has a top hat. Who doesn't like that top hat? It's, I believe that should be a bowler. Is oh. it? Is it uh, no, that's a bowler, bowler my right. friend. It's very clear in the text that that is a bowler. All right, I like All right. it. All right, well, then you better go read that thing. Okay. All right. While Kate goes upstairs and reads the book, I have a fun fact for you today about Babar. It's absolutely, I can guarantee, not what you were expecting. Here is your fun fact about Babar of the day. If you search for Babar in your local library catalog and it brings up other titles alphabetically, the item that comes up right before Babar is the Babadook. Just sit on that for a while. Smoke, smoke that one in your pipe. Think about the implications. Alrighty then. And we're back. Yes. That's a big long book. Yes, it is. It was a little surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be so long. Yeah. It's, uh, it goes well. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. I know that we've, we've done accents when you've described the, the plots of these books. Oh, yeah? We've done French, right? I don't think so. Have we not done French? I don't think so. Well, then we better do it now. If we have, if we'll we have do to, it again. We gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> the story tells of a young elephant, Baba, whose mama is killed by a hunter. Baba escapes and in the process leaves the jungle, visits a big city, and returns to bring the benefits of civilization to his fellow elephant. Just as he returns to his community of elephant, the king dies from eating a bad mushroom. Because of his travels and civilization, Baba is appointed king of the elephant kingdom. He marries his cousin, and they go on a honeymoon afterwards. So what do you think? This is so depressing. Oh yes. And so screwed up, and it teaches so many awful lessons. Yes, yes, yes. That I, and it uses words that shouldn't be in children's books, and I just don't understand why this is a popular children's book. Okay. Because I know it's popular because I've heard of it. So you love it then. I'm hearing love. I'm hearing, I'm feeling waves of love emanating There's off of no you. There's no amour. No amour. No. Monsieur. No <laughs> Uh, it is something. I'll give it that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Something. So what, what struck you as not entirely delightful well, about this? I have so many piece. notes with so many questions. Oh, great. I, I will try and plow through these as fast as I can. Go for it. Because there's a lot going on here. There is. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. So, first Un off. Oh, there's a lot to unpack a derm. Ah? Ah? Huh? Pack a derm. Huh? They're elephants. Huh? Moving on. Okay. So, <laughs> starts with uh, the mom rocking Babar with her trunk. It just... Always... You know, that was a lot easier for me to read when I was a kid. Now that I'm a mom, I have a hard time with this. Really? With the rocking? No, just the mom. You know what's going to happen to the mom, and you're just like, look. Well, it says she rocks him to sleep. It fails to mention she rocks him to sleep. In a hammock. In, a, in an elephant hammock. Where where did this hammock come from? I don't know, but if these and elephants are so advanced that they've invented hammocks, I, I say go for it. I don't think so. I think it was left over by a human and they should stay far, far away. Oh, that's probably actually pretty right. They're probably like, look, a hammock. And I don't think this was written by a French man. And I'll tell you why. Okay, why is it? Even though he has a very French name. He does. Because I'm looking at all these elephants. There are zero anuses. <laughs> 
There are plenty of opportunities to put a little dot. We don't know that the dots weren't erased on the American publication. If I had the original French, we could compare. Okay. But besides, I feel like elephants, it's less common and more with pets. But I haven't done a Everyone comprehensive an anus, anus study of children's literature to Everyone has an anus, Betsy. This is all hearsay and conjecture. Not everyone. Anyway, so... <laughs> right, so all these elephants are playing around. La la la, bars on his mom's back. Everything's happy. And all of a sudden, she's dead. And I... Yeah. And I, I, was like, I was like, this is like Bambi. It's like Bambi without the buildup. At least in Bambi, the mom says a couple times, watch out for the hunter, Bambi. The hunter is near. And you have a lot of like, you know, there's a hunter, there's a hunter. Here it's just like, everything's cool, everything's cool, everything's cool. My mom is dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> This got dark real quick. It got dark. <laughs> I was walking by you as you were reading it, and you actually said out loud, that got dark real quick. Yeah. yeah. We're seven pages in. Yeah. Dead elephant. Yes. Okay. So Babar runs away, which is the smart... That is the logical thing to do. Smart, correct thing to do. Yes. You, you run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he runs into the city. Yep. Where he runs into an old lady who <laughs> just thinks... That this elephant wants a good suit. I'm gonna give him all my money because I can just I can just tell. Dude, she's very rich and very bored. What old lady looks at an elephant and thinks, "I bet that elephant wants a suit." Did Did she actually say he wants a suit, or was that his idea? Because I know he's staring at the gentlemen in their suits, being like, "I want a piece of that." It and says, then, luckily, a very rich old lady who has always been fond of little elephants understands right away that he is longing for a fine suit. <laughs> to be fair, he goes on his own. He doesn't bring her with. She tosses him the purse and is like, go crazy. Yeah, this and is just, he do. Yeah, and this is just teaching kids retail therapy. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't you want to deal with your mom's death? Buy yourself some spats. If you're sad. Go buy something. Yeah. How, how about a bowler hat? It's, get ah, you, get but it is not a bowler hat. It is a derby hat. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was convinced it was bowler. You're right. It was derby. But this, oh, this is, okay, this is just, the long, this is the long series of questions I have. Okay. Starting with number one. Why do they own elephant size Everything. He's a little elephant. <laughs> and but... yet, this is still an elephant. <laughs> okay. And they have a elephant-sized shirt. Maybe they have a very fat clientele. Elephant-sized brown socks. Okay, that's that where they don't mention. Yeah. Elephant-sized spats. The spats. That's where you get to the spats. And like, look, if they can make spats for Scrooge McDuck's webby feet, surely they can make spats for an elephant. And they do. And so they do. So he goes and he's in his suit and he goes and gets his picture taken and then he dines with the old lady and decides to live with her. She likes elephants. And he needs a place to live. He does need it's a place to live. It's actually perfect arrangement. a pretty smart move on his part. <laughs> but <laughs> so he's washing himself in green water. Well, maybe... Not uh, blue, Betsy. Green. Oh, I, I mean, I'm sure the pipes at that time were not great... Sure okay. The filtration systems were not. <laughs> and he gets in excuses. her car and he just goes out for a drive. <laughs> it's a roadster. 
Like he's Nancy Drew. The boy can't read. No. Or write. No, he can't. But he can drive a car. That's his right. You're going to take that right away from him? He can't read the street signs. Uh, but he They're can... all in French. But How? He... I couldn't read the sea signs. But, but he can take drive. my license away? It's totally fine. <laughs> Go drive this very expensive car. Yeah. Well, she can buy worth... another one if he crashes. It's probably worth at least a hundred grand. Because she's at a rich least. old lady. She's a rich old lady. Yeah. And it is a snazzy little car. But this car. is depressing. He's driving along the road and there's a tombstone? Well, that's weird. I have never seen that. Yeah. Just... All right, that's bleak, but maybe that was a thing. You know, hey, there was an accident here. Instead of, like, those little crosses, we'll just put an actual physical tombstone. That's a bit much. Maybe someone really wanted to get buried along the road. (laughs) I guess so. And the water. Maybe the road came later, and the tombstone was there first. The water is a bit weird, though. Yeah. Who would bury someone near a, a river? I don't know. It's not a good idea. So... I don't know much about burying people, but I think I know that much. Later on... As Babar and the old lady are walking along, his two cousins, his little cousins... Right. He's only... He was a baby when he ran away and got all those spats. At this point, two years have passed. Okay, so he's like three, I'm gonna say. Right. And his little cousins... Right. Who might be two. Except he knows them, so they must have been... Maybe six months. Around when he was was six months. Yeah, so they might be about six months younger than him. Yeah. So they, they are come running towards him. Mm-hmm. My question, why did they run away? Oh, that we never know. Yeah. We never know. You know what my first instinct was? What was that? Their mom died. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just a Systemic, yeah. I mean, you know. When your mom dies, you keys. run away. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I was thinking more along the lines of the story of the elephant's child, and maybe they got spanked a lot, but, you know. Hmm. That's a different elephant tale. Yes. Yes. I was thinking, or, or a lonely And girl. as we find yeah. out, their moms are not dead. Nope, not dead. Not dead um, at all. A bird, Pissed off. Yeah, a bird tells, goes back to the jungle and says, hey, I saw your kids. They're over there with Babar in the city. Um, and, and no point did anyone go searching for Babar, by the way. <laughs> they guess they just gave him up for lost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. <laughs> kind of like Simba. <laughs> so, so the mothers go and fetch Arthur and Celeste, the cousins, mm-hmm. and uh, and scold them for running away. Soundly. Like you do. Like you do. But Babar decides, I'm going to go with them. Um, I've been really enjoyed my time here, but I think it's time to go back to this forest and be, you know, an elephant. <laughs> <clears throat> well, look, he had a lot of stuff to unpack and to work through. Mentally. He had a lot of grief. To yes. completely ignore and just not think about. And now it's like it's like Simba returning after eating grubs for Simba so many returning in a hundred thousand dollar car because yeah. he takes, this, he her, takes car her car to the jungle. <laughs> no roads in the jungle. She's she must be so rich that she's like, take my car. Yeah, I think that's whatever you want. She's super rich and very bored and very lonely. And the last we see of her it's and her. she's wearing black, so I think that's a sign oh, that... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. She's, uh... But she's... she still does her exercises every day. Like she's Ruth Bader Ginsburg or something. <laughs> does she? She... Yeah. Maybe she dies. Maybe he kills all mothers. <laughs> Maybe he's just death to moms. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of death... <laughs> right. So you get to... <laughs> Speaking now, of death... Now, okay. <laughs> we did not meet... Re... We do not read many books that I read as a child. 
No. This is one of the very few classics for children that I was read as a child. I know this because as a kid I was not disturbed by the mom being shot, but I was horrifically disturbed by the king eating a bad mushroom. Kids, don't do drugs. Turning this sickening shade of green. This freaked me out. And I suspect it's why I didn't eat mushrooms for quite some time. <laughs> that, and I'm a picky eater. I don't think it's the uh, the kind of mushrooms that you would put in a salad, Betsy. I'm just saying. Because on the next page, when you look at the old, the yeah. old elephants, I was like... Wow, this is trippy. <laughs> they're all like wiggly. They're lined. very wiggly. I remember the dying elephant as being wiggly too, but he doesn't appear to be. So no, nope, that's memory for you. He just has some uh, bad bad mushrooms. Yeah, he had a and bad trip. And then the three wiggly elephants. <laughs> Picture <laughs> yourself on a boat right? in a river. They're like, we need a new king because our old green king has died. <laughs> The green king is dead. Long live the green king. So they see a elephant in a green suit and they say, that's close enough. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then Babar comes. We only had one rule. Gotta be green. Gotta be green. So, so they check that box. So Babar pulls up in his Bentley and is like, hey, um, I guess I could be your king as long as I can marry my cousin. <laughs> And be your king and your cousin, my my to be cousin, fair, probably your cousin, probably everyone's cousin. Royalty here. marries cousins. We know one thing about royalty: they marry each other. So that's so far, yes, all right, checks out, sure. Right. So mm -hmm. as long as my cousin, your cousin, everyone's cousin gets to be the queen. <laughs> right. They're like, yeah, that's cool. Okay. So we'll sign off on that. Yeah. Off uh, they go to get married. Okay, what children's book has the word dromedary? in it. Well, Babar asks them to go invite all the animals to the festivities and he tells the dromedary to go to the town. Oh, I support that. And I support buy the use some of beautiful wedding clothes. I support the use of yeah, anyone can say camel. Camel's boring. Dromedary. It gives a bit of weight. It gives a bit of heft. I just love this. I'm calling it a camel. I love right. this camel because I don't know if you can tell in this dark basement, but this camel's facial expression <laughs> is clearly saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. not so sure about this mm. wedding. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Whatever you say, king. <laughs> <laughs> the dromedary, who for some reason is in the same part of Africa as a bunch of elephants. Okay, I'm pretty... I don't know my... I don't know where Could animals live. Egypt? But I'm pretty sure dromedaries and elephants don't go... Egypt? Frolicking. This does not take place in Egypt. No, because there's definitely a jungle and it's there's not no a desert. There's no desert, as far as <laughs> yeah. I can say. It's kind of a jungle, it's kind of a safari, it's kind of whatever you want I don't know, but be. this... Know if this camel could be French, it would be saying, I don't care. <laughs> Je ne sais pas. And I don't care. So it reminds me of a different picture, but we should do. Anyway. <laughs> right. So <laughs> they have this wonderful wedding full of festivities and music and drums. And I'm thinking, you guys, have you learned nothing? <laughs> there were hunters that kill people. You want to attract attention? Why don't you bust out a bass drum? <laughs> And, and have all sorts of dancing and singing and... and no, okay, all right. If, if it were me, mm -hmm. this book would end with 
um, after the wedding and the coronation, everyone dances merrily. And then the hunters come up and kill everyone. Now, wait a minute. This is the like end. the end of Curious George, where you were convinced exactly. that all the animals are choking on the things, and now yeah. everyone dies just the like, hunters. Just like Curious George. All right. This could have been avoided. I want to say, <laughs> this is all preventable. Yeah. I would like to point out, I like this picture the most in the book. Because it is the strangest it's choice. Black and white. It's entirely black and white. And Everything it's until the now. Back of the yeah. king and queen looking out. It's at almost the stars. a different drawing style. It's yeah. it's rather lovely. I mean, it's beautiful. And mm. then they go off to their honeymoon. The end. Right. Shooting <sighs> elephants in a balloon. Pretty sure they're dead though. Because <laughs> of all the loud ruckus they caused yeah. in the jungle. And the hunters just well, made a lot of money. The, the 50 gazillion sequels would say that they're not. Uh, yeah. By the way, can I just point out, how cool is this cover? Where it appears to be Babar's carrying uh, one wearing? of those. I'm pretty sure that when they wanted to do advertisements back in the day, they, they would carry, they would wear these harnesses with these signs that you know, say, like, you know, eat at Joe's. Oh. But he's wearing it for his own. So he's basically... He's advertising his own book yes. on his own book. Yes. That that's interesting. But to that's me. very um it's very nice of him to have taken off the hat so we can see Random House New York. Otherwise that would have gotten covered. Yeah, that's up. true. So that is true. It's very courteous of him. Yes. Of course this was originally uh done in French. And all the words that are typed out here, I believe, were handwritten in cursive, uh, in the original French edition. Oh, oh he he was French. I know you were saying you didn't believe he was French because there's no lack, anuses. Lack of anuses. Yep. Um, I believe that's. Sans I believe anuses. that's. Well, I believe that is a universal European uh, thing that they do. I mean, they got dogs in here. I no dog butts. No dog butts. No. Um, but he. I. I thought he was Belgian. I was quite convinced of it, mm. and so I had to look it up just now before we started, being like, "Let me just make sure he's Belgian." Apparently not. It was. He was French. <gasps> he what? What? There is a dog anus. Okay. I'm sorry. Did someone lead me astray? Who in this room lead the... Oh, that oh, was you. I feel so much you? better now. Okay, so there we are. Thank goodness. We've confirmed okay, that he so is this, French. This was written by Frenchman. Yes. Okay. Okay. Whew. Can't, can't get through it otherwise. On the same spread as the tombstone. On the what now? <laughs> That's the same, right. The that same is. It's on the same spread. Yes. You're, you're absolutely right. It is. Yes. Um... So, uh, sort of a sad little story here. Guy who wrote this uh, died when he was 37. Oh, dear. He had already managed somehow in that time to make seven of these books. Wow. Uh, so it worked fast. Uh, when he stopped, they were continued by his son, Laurent de Brunoff, uh, who was recently interviewed for the Wall Street Journal. Now, please bear in mind, this book came out in 1931. Mm -hmm. The man who wrote it died when he was 37. And his son continued afterwards. His son is 92. Wow. Yeah, I guess maybe 93 this year, because the interview was last year. And has only... He, last year, the big news was, he's not going to make them anymore. Wow. He seems to think they've run their course. Uh, uh yeah. Yep. 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 One might argue they ran their course a little... Lower than that. So, what does this book have in common with Curious George? Why? Why do I pair these two? All together? the animals should have died at the end. Okay, there's that. They both there, have there anuses. Be, there, there may be more. More than that. More than that. Uh, French. They're both in France. Getting closer. Getting closer. Um, that's all I got. Okay, they're animals in Africa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where 
clearly ruined by white men. Oh! <laughs> in this case, more of a white woman, but uh, there's a lot of well, men in this well, book, no, too. It started with the white man Oh, that's true, killing, that's true. Yes, there is a white man who kills him. Yeah. So then he runs away to civilization and adopts from Africa, adopts their ways, then takes what he learns and applies it uh, and becomes the ruler of his people back in Africa. Right. Can we see where this might be somewhat problematic? Mm, maybe. maybe a little bit of an apology for colonialism. Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, people have actually argued many, <laughs> many things, many interpretations of this book. Um, the justification for colonialism being but one. Others have argued that the uh, French civilization described in these books uh, had been destroyed already by World War I, and this was an exercise in nostalgia for pre-1914 France. Maybe. I can't figure out... This... I can't have run away to Paris because he's in... A isn't he in Africa? <laughs> There's did no he... elephants in France. Did it... Did it... Okay, now Unless I'm, he ran really You know, there far. are parts of Africa who speak French. Maybe, right. And so maybe that, he ran away to maybe like Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah. Which is hugely problematic in his own way. <laughs> uh, that's why I thought if it was Belgium, it would be particularly like, are we in the Congo? I don't want to be in the Congo. Um, but no, I'm pretty knows? sure there's an Eiffel Tower in here. Wow. No. So, no, there can't be an Eiffel Tower. That'd be too crazy. You look for the Eiffel Tower. I'll give a little more background on this. Okay. Um, in 1995, a book came out called Should We Burn Babar? Essays on Children's Literature and the Power of Stories by Herbert Cole, uh, which in its title anyway is sort of a predecessor to this, the 2017's Was the Cat in the Hat Black, I would argue. Um, it was sort of ahead of its time. Uh, highlighted instances of racism, sexism, and condescension uh, in different stories for young people, and teaching taught kids to think critically about what they read. Uh, that is on everyone's lips these days. Kirkus had a re very strange review of it, where they said that it was the essence of PC educational ideals, that it includes a series of prescriptions reminiscent of old social realist proletarian and Soviet-style utopianism. He also couldn't seem to decide if it was meandering, and utterly predictable or too radical, I suspect they liked Babar. Maurice Sendak loved this book. Hmm. Big time fan! Here's a quote from him. Quote, Like an extravagant piece of poetry, the interplay between few words and many pictures, commonly called the picture book, is a difficult, exquisite, and most easily collapsible form that few have mastered. Jean de Brunoff was a master of this form. Between 1931 and 1937, he completed a body of work that forever changed the face of the illustrated book. Okay. Sendak just talked like that, by the way. I can't figure out how the man did that. I found an Eiffel Tower. No! But did you really? It's under toys. Oh, no, no. Okay, very but good. Where you would did you, find one. But where would you sell the Eiffel Tower as a toy? Would you sell it in Africa? Probably not. Would you sell it in France? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're nostalgic for France. You are. You have. You are in the colonies... You desperately wish to return to France someday, and so you buy yourself an Eiffel Tower for your children, saying, this is where we're really from. You see all the problems with this book. Mm. So many problems with the colonialism of the book. Yeah. Uh, so here's the fun fact of the day. When I ran my 100 picture books for children poll, uh -huh. Babar did not show up. Good. Did not show up. Because it's got some issues. And so here's my thinking. I'm thinking it's becoming less popular. Yep. Um, yep, I think that old man has uh, 
gotten it right by not making them anymore because they have run yeah. their course. Well, you'd think. Now, you recognize the name, which was interesting. Yeah. And uh, so there is that. Um, the Wall Street Journal last year, in that interview with the creator, the son of the creator, quote, said... Babar is one of the three or four most popular kidlit characters of the modern age. What? I disagree with that entirely. Entirely. Because, and I have many reasons for this, but let's just look at pop culture. The television show of Babar mm -hmm. ran from 1989 to 1991, and then it did another couple episodes in 2000, and then since then, nothing. There's no big Babar movie no. that, that we all think about. Um, the last book came out last year, Babar's Guide to Paris. I can't help but think that... I think when you, sometimes when you learn other, li like when you learn French, there's like Babar mm -hmm. books and to help you like... Oh, yeah. Well, there's a Babar book of yoga for kids. There you go. Do Because he does do exercises in yes. this book. Yeah. yeah. He most certainly does. In his, in his Charles Atlas-like underwear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I was admiring. Um, yeah. No, I I can't say that it's unpopular now because when I was trying to find this book, all the copies of this book, and we had like five in the library, were checked out but this one. And there were a bunch of other ones that had been returned, sequels and such. So... There you go. Okay. All right. So I think it's... But I think it is on its way out. I do think that. Um, not least because it's it's problematic. I did read it to my children tonight out of curiosity. What'd they think? Uh, they were not disturbed by the mother being killed. They were far more disturbed... <laughs> was son, it the mushrooms? No, the mushrooms didn't get them either. They... My, my three-year-old was bored. Yeah, uh, and so he conked long. out. He conked out halfway through. Yeah, he was like, I want my food. We were in a restaurant. Uh, my daughter, who is six, stick stuck with it all the way. I don't know if it made much of an impression, but um, she did not notice that uh, the cousins got married. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's good. She actually was very pleased that they got married, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Like when they announced that, well, I'm going to get married, Celeste, and you'll have to make her queen. She made a little coo of pleasure, like a little. Aww. Aww. <laughs> like that made her that made her happy. Oh. So there you go. Okay. Ratings time. <laughs> Ratings time. Uh, just because something has been around a long time <laughs> We keep saying that does not necessarily make it a classic. We keep saying that. Yeah. I know. I uh I'm not gonna give this one high marks. Mm-hmm. How low a marks are you giving it? You know, I don't hate it. No, it doesn't. No, it teach, is charming. It doesn't teach bad lessons other than no. retail therapy, <laughs> and marrying your cousins and doing drugs. But other than that, no, no that's an that is a just say no book. Nothing well, good comes from the mushrooms. That's true. That's true. death. Not doing drugs. That is a that is a just say and, no book. And uh, and learning to drive. Well, Nancy driving, Reagan approved of this book. Driving without being able to read any signs. Maybe. Okay, male, sure. Right. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a huge fan of this one. It's yeah. just too long. It's pretty long. Um I, you know, I'm I'm going to go with like a 3. Okay. Maybe wow, a two. lower. No, I'm gonna, uh, lower than George. I'm going to actually do a 2.5. It had spats. Yeah, I it know. It did have spats. No, but I'm doing 2. I had him going in the little elevator and going up and down 10 times because it was so much fun. That's adorable. Yeah. Two two point five. Wow! Because it brings. I actually was going to go a little higher than George. Right, I'm going to make it a solid five, um, if only because 
It does read aloud very well. Are um, you kidding me? This thing is ridiculously long. It's ridiculously How long. How does that read well? It if your three-year-old conked out halfway through. Well, it's not made for three-year-olds. It's made for six-year-olds. <laughs> Six-year-old liked it just fine. Eh. But, uh, you know, and I love his his outfit. Um, I, I, You know what this is? This could be wrapped up in childhood nostalgia, which almost never comes into play with us. Um, because I can see... The racial problems with this book, uh, <laughs> very yeah. clearly. Um, all right, I'm sinking down 4.5. I'll do it 4.5. It okay. didn't matter. It wasn't going to be a classic anyway. Yeah, no, this is definitely not, not a classic. classic. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. It's uh, it's doing all right anyway. Uh, it will continue for at least a little longer uh, until it doesn't anymore. Right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Grown-up things we like. Grown-up things we like. Can I start this week? Yeah. All right. So this is a grown-up thing because it is about children's books, but grown-ups decided this. We had our bigger announcements, the recent awards, the Caldecotts and the Newberries, and you and I uh, liked two books that we thought would both, you thought uh, the Caldecott Award would go to Crown, and I yep. thought it would go to Wolf in the Snow. Uh, I was right. Uh, I went to the wolf in the snow, uh, and after the fall, got nothing, nothing, nothing at all. That's too bad. It is too bad. I like that book, but it was a strong year. It was a very strong year. Uh, There were some great books, uh, all of which won honors, so that was nice, and Crown just got 50 bagazillion honors. Um, The Credit Scott King Awards, and it got uh, Ezra Jack Cates Awards, and that's gotten... This word and that word and the other word. So it's Which doing it very well. Which it rightly deserves. As it most rightly deserves. Yeah. And uh, and won a Newberry honor, which was a bit of a surprise. But uh, I like... Sure. I, that's for the text, right? That's for the text. Yeah, I the text was the great. Text. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. No, I, I had not even considered that the text was a possibility for the Newberry until a friend of mine wrote and said, hey, maybe it'll win a Newberry. And I was like, oh, yeah, what the, a good idea. The guy who was like, looked like this, the... The CEO of a tech CEO. company that sold cool. Manufactures yeah. cool. That was it's awesome. So good. I love that. If um, I can remember parts of the book, mm-hmm. that says something about that the tech. That does say something about the tech. That's a good call. Yeah, it. Uh, all the winners, they were announced. They were great. Uh, the Newberry was weird because it was a weak Newberry year. Um, so two young adult novels. That was a word for children, mind you. Two young adult novels uh, got honors, as did a picture book. And then the A middle grade book one. I was trying to figure out why this particular... It was got a book called Hello Universe. It was okay. I had nothing for it. I had nothing to get it. But I finally figured out why I won. Uh, because in the book, there's a villain. He's a big, blonde boy bully. He hates anyone who's different. Uh, he particularly hates strong girls that aren't intimidated by him. Uh, I don't Ooh. know. There may be some other interpretation of this book that... Yeah. Does he have any, like, orange tint to him? Or, uh... Oh, I'm sure. And he loves himself so much. I, I had My problem with the book had been he was so two-dimensional. Did he... Where Was he... Wait, it was a novel, you said, right? Oh, it's a novel, so yeah. So it's not a picture book. No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. But you can see a picture of him on the back of the book. Does he have little hands? <laughs> he may have little hands. Yeah, he's not too bright. So, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What's your going-up thing you like? All right. Two different venues of social media, two different people, one thing in common, the Olympics. Yeah. Two different people. We got Leslie Jones, who's on SNL, and on Instagram, Mm -hmm. she's hilarious. 
she will she'll she'll take her phone and she will videotape commentary like 30 second commentary <laughs> while watching the olympics oh i gotta see this and it's everything she says is what you're thinking and feeling and i can't stop laughing every time i hear or see her <laughs> because there was a the ice skating pair where the guy just like threw the girl up in the air and she just like landed horribly on oh, the no. ice and she's like that's what happens when your man throws you away it's like <laughs> get it girl get it and then on uh twitter i don't have twitter but i found this buzzfeed article about that has um adam adam rippon who is uh, a figure skater and he tweets the most hilarious things um like for example, on being, he's an LGBT athlete, and there's only one of, I think it's him and maybe another athlete that are the first two openly gay athletes at uh, that are at the Olympics. What? Yeah. Everyone else has been closeted up until now, and they are fully out in the what? open. What? And... about the figure skaters? <laughs> I know. Well, he's what? an ice skater, so he... But the, but the, but... I know. So, <laughs> on being an LGBT athlete at the Olympics, he tweeted... I recently asked in, in an interview what it's like to be a gay athlete in sports. I said that it's exactly like being a straight athlete. Lots of hard work, but usually done with better eyebrows. <laughs> like, everything has, like, a little, um, I don't know, little sass to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I appreciate his sass. Um, like, he wrote, I wrote wash healing crystals on my to-do list today. And the moment I read it back to myself, I realized L.A. has turned me into the man I'm meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's very sassy, and I love him to death, and I think he won a bronze medal. Um, so, yes, Leslie and Adam, two different kinds of social media, both about the Olympics. Very hilarious. So, check Excellent. him out. Uh, she's a less dog, L-E-S-D-O-G-G-G-G, four Gs, <laughs> and on Twitter he is... A-D-A-R-I-P-P. -P, at a rip. At a rip. And Excellent. Yeah. Well done. So, USA. 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 <laughs> Not France. Not France. <laughs> or whatever country from ours supposedly said in. Or Belgium. <laughs> or Belgium or the Congo or anything. <sighs> yeah. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8. That's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givenskind, and our director of animal husbandry is Drew Etienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal. USA! USA! <laughs> <laughs>